Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang, not all here tonight. Low T-Chuck does screen the calls. Longoria is off, however. The stoic one is uh, at home with the babies. His wife's out of town, something like that? Yeah, it was Lily's birthday yeah. this weekend, so he decided to take a four-day weekend for his... Ah, I missed his daughter's birthday party, son of a biscuit. I knew I missed something on Saturday, and it was his daughter's birthday. Uh, but to be fair, I was home with food poisoning, throwing up everything that's been in my body for the last 19 years. That's not bad. No, it was bad. It's a good cleanse. It was not good. <laughs> I will never, <laughs> ever, blessed. ever, 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 ever eat fettuccine Alfredo again. Really? Ever. ever. It was that bad. The, the, it was good going down. Yeah, but I'm just saying it was one of those where it's ruined you. There's no way you could eat it. Can't do it. Legit. Can't do it. Not only was I throwing up just nonstop, uh, when my dogs finally bailed on me, they're like, all right, dude, (laughs) it's three in the morning. You're still throwing up. We're getting out of here. Um, But I had this constant headache for 24 straight hours. Yeah. Advil wasn't doing it. Excedrin wasn't doing it. Uh, meth wasn't doing it. I mean, I was <laughs> Coke wasn't doing it. I was I was okay with throwing up, but yeah. I just wanted to get rid of the headache. The headache was that's the worst when you can't get rid of a headache. Yeah. Well, how did you even take any medication if you didn't keep anything down? Well, that might have been a problem. Maybe that's why the Advil <laughs> was wasn't working. Say, I was just, I'm not sure it I was, was in, throwing it up. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Usually the uh, Advil liquid gels will knock that thing out in like two minutes, but yeah. you're right. I was throwing it all up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it didn't your system. Yeah, it didn't even make it. It didn't even make it. So, oh, so apologies to Longoria for missing the uh, birthday party for his uh, little kid. Yeah. One of the two little kids. They're little. They don't remember. I think that. it was the one-year-old. Yeah, you can give them. Birthday. You can re-gift them stuff. I wanted to see cool. a smash cake though. Where you ever seen that? Where oh, they yeah. give a, a one-year-old a smash cake. And they just smash and, and smash. And... Yeah, it's fake. we're gonna give one a mod for filling in tonight. Sweet on the, for Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, programming note: So, executive decision was made. We are not going to do movie Monday tonight. We're going to postpone it because there are breaking developments out of Orlando, uh, the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. We're going to continue our team coverage of that. Craig Lucy will join us uh, from Orlando, Channel 2's uh, anchor and reporters down there, and he used to work in Orlando, so he knows the lay of the land pretty well. And uh, I was on yesterday from 3 to 5 mm-hmm. with Von Hessler and Eric Erickson, um, and he joined us then on his way down. So um, this is a guy who worked in Orlando for five years, so he knows you know what's going on on the streets. And so he'll join us on the program. 
But uh, I, I, I want to talk about this. Obviously, this is still a story that everyone is talking about. I want to handle it civilly and intelligently, like we try to do here on the Mark Aram Show. I don't want political agendas on either side of the aisle. Uh, now is uh, not the time. I just want to uh, cover this as a as a hard news story, which it is. And the new, de- new developments are are the following. Uh, authority sources tell us. I mean, obviously, Cox Media Group has a big footprint in in Florida, yeah, with stations in Orlando and Tampa and Miami. And we're hearing from sources that um, they are looking for an accomplice mm-hmm. in this situation, and that's news that could break at any time. And we'll certainly pass it along to you, which would uh, you know add another layer to this horrific story. Uh, but this is something I was watching CNN's coverage uh, prior to the show while getting ready, uh, doing show prep. And they had a guy that uh, worked at has worked at this club, Pulse. Is that the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pulse. Let me write that down. I always forget it. Um, and he said to Anderson Cooper that the shooter has been going to that club for three years. Really? The shooter, whose name I'm not going to say anymore. He's, no. he's gotten enough has been going to that club for three years. And Anderson Cooper's like, um, was he there on reconnaissance missions for three years? And the guy's like, no, he was, you know, in the club, up in the club, doing what? Yes. Which adds another layer to this whole thing. Um, You know, we've got... The uh, obviously uh, with the Islamic background, that is an issue. Um, but perhaps this is just uh, this was a guy that was just I don't know embarrassed about who he really was as a person. Isn't that crazy that he had been? I mean, he, this wasn't his first time at the club. He'd been going there for three years and partying it up in, in this no, gay club, but much like the San Bernardino couple. They were at their Christmas party and came back. And, yeah. you know, so it's, I, I mean, that's, I, I would have thought that would have come out sooner than just yeah. today. Um, but, wow. that That's, isn't that interesting? Yeah. That maybe this was just, and I, I'm not making excuses for the guy. Let me just no, say no, that no, right no. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the heart of the matter, obviously the first thing we jump to is uh, radical Islamic terrorism. Yeah. And, and this guy fits the mold. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen, we saw the pictures he took. He freaking called ICE, uh, called 911 and pledged allegiance to ISIS mm-hmm. 20 minutes into this mass uh, murder. And he'd been interviewed by the FBI. Sure, there was, I mean, exactly. There was lots to lend to that. So this is surprising. But, but is is it maybe that this guy was just so, I mean, I don't know, like a mental thing where sure. he knew, I mean, he was divorced yeah. um, and his wife was like. His wife has some very. Yeah, uh, I'm going to play that accusatory audio. Accusatory things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I was, when that guy said that, uh, my jaw dropped. And, and maybe it's unconfirmed, but this. This seemed legit. Like this guy worked at the club. He was a performer at the club, and he was like, "Yeah, I've seen. He's been coming here for three years. He comes every Tuesday night when I perform. I've seen him all the time." And that's that goes beyond. All right, uh, I'm doing reconnaissance on a, on a yeah, mass no, shooting. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is this guy was out partying in the gay club, and uh, maybe was. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get inside he his fo- head. I mean, look if if he was if he was gay or mm-hmm. bisexual or whatever and then fully embraced the sort of isis 
uh, trying to ideology, atone for his sins, maybe something yeah. like that. Like, wow, I like going over. You know, I mean, look, they throw them off of buildings over there. They, yeah. I mean, you know, just do a quick Google search. It's yeah. awful. Um, the, the, I, I could see if you fully embrace that 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 aspect of the ideology that if the if the switch maybe, is flipped, then, maybe he's like, I need to cleanse. Yeah. What I need to, to yeah, get what, to yeah. the seventy-two virgins, whatever I need to. Uh, uh, I mean, again, this is all speculation, so all take right. that for what it's worth. Yeah, but, uh, but I just <laughs> thought that was interesting. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Um, we we are going to discuss this uh, situation in Orlando, and we're going to handle it like adults. I do have a personal note on this. Um, one of the victims in the uh, and it's 40, 49 victims. And the 50th person that was dead was the shooter. So, you yeah. know, originally they said, oh, 50, 50 victims. No, it's 49 victims and the shooter. So 50 dead in total. Um, Kimberly K.J. Morris, 37 years old, um, went to the high school I went to in Connecticut. And she was in school with my brother. She was a year older than my brother. And I text him. I'm like, hey, uh, did you remember her? And he said, yeah, I remember, I'm reading a text now. I remember her. She was a year ahead of me. I didn't know her well, but we had a lot of mutual friends. So uh, one, of the, one of the 49 victims actually went to the same high school that I went to in Connecticut, uh, was younger than me, and went to school with my brother. So uh, that, that hit home a little bit. Um, we're we're, uh, we're going to talk about this. Um, I will break in with any new developments. Again, a couple of new things have popped up. The authorities are uh, possibly searching for an accomplice in this mass shooting. And something I heard just before I came on the air uh, on CNN, that uh, this the shooter had been going to this club for three years. I don't know if you heard you were screening calls, Chuck, um, one of the victims, Kimberly K.J. Morris, 37 years old, went to my high school in Connecticut and was a classmate really? of my brother's. Yeah, I didn't know her, yeah. uh, but my brother did. Uh, wow. And she had just moved to Orlando two months ago and was working as a bouncer uh, at the club and really? uh, and and was killed. So that was wow. a little, you know, like, oh, wow, that's weird that someone that this story obviously there's 49 different stories that oh, branch yeah, out yeah, from yeah. all the but one there. of them actually touched where i'm from so uh again Sheesh. we will uh we'll dip into cnn if need be if they have any updates cbs radio news at the standby uh, but i do want to talk and have this conversation with you 404-872-0750-1800 wsb talk randall joins us on the program randall welcome to the mark aram show how are you doing good how are you sir pretty good pretty good I think this, besides the stuff, is a smoke screen. What's a smoke screen? The stuff about ISIS, him him pledging allegiance to ISIS and all that. I think that's a smoke screen. I think he was ashamed and embarrassed of who and what he was, and he wanted he wanted to divert attention from that. Quite possibly. Again, when you're talking about someone that is uh, psychotic enough to commit all of those murders, um, it's tough to go inside and try to uh, dissect what's going on in their head. Um, the FBI obviously continuing their investigation um, in his house, uh, in his car, checking for any uh, any links to uh, organized terrorist uh, organizations. I don't know if we've seen that yet. Again, I sleep during the day, so I might have missed that, but... Uh, as far as we know now, he's a lone wolf that just credited ISIS, you know, for this. Yeah, the FBI was saying in large part that's why he wasn't looked at too, uh, too heavily. I mean, he kept popping up, yeah. but it was it was mostly just 
making statements, but he just far nothing's come out yet and they or at least they haven't released it he had no network so it was mostly like isis and just one person rambling like oh i think these guys are great do you yeah (laughs) you know i mean so they didn't look at me further because it from what they could tell there was no network or connection or or wasn't communicating with that's that's the danger of isis too because we have an an attack like at paris where that was an isis directed attack they sent those guys to Paris to to do that attack. That's one arm of their terror network. The second arm is what we probably saw on Sunday, where a lone wolf. So they have the directed attacks where they send guys to Paris. Coordinated communication. And that's difficult to to try to stop. But even tougher to try to stop are the the lone wolf uh, on their own, independent guys that just go out and do that. And that, that is what we're leaning at or looking at in this Orlando shooting. Uh, I want to uh, continue this conversation. Your thoughts on the, on the developments um, that have occurred in the last few hours. The authorities are searching for a possible accomplice in this mass shooting. And the, uh, the bomb that was just dropped on CNN. This guy, the shooter, had been going to this gay club for three years. What do you make of that? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, always on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum Show. The Mark Arum Show, brought to you by Low T Nation. Welcome back to the show. 10, 25, 86, sticky degrees on Peachtree Street. In the last couple of minutes uh, on Twitter, the Daily News of New York has talked to a drag performer that says uh, he remembers seeing the shooter at the Pulse multiple times before. And uh, Michael Del Moro, who uh, is uh, a producer for Good Morning America, says he has talked to a Pulse security guard that tells ABC News she is 100% sure that the uh, Orlando shooter had been thrown out of the club multiple times before. So more confirmation that this dude had been going to the club for a long wow. time. More than just reconnaissance, but actually yeah. partying at the club. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Heavy-hearted priest, brother. Welks, buddy. What's going on? I got to say, man, I'm, even if this guy had been going to the club for three years, this smacks of research. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm buying into him embracing the lifestyle. I don't know one way or the other. I, I don't care. Um, I think he was doing his research. I think he was getting the lay of the land, so to speak, so that he could do this and plan ah, this. Dude, I don't know. Three years dancing with guys and well, I mean, Al Qaeda up five, five years or more to do nine eleven. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't know. I, again, I'm not an expert in this. Um, here, here's the only personal connection that I'll say this. I got a good friend up at my work as a supervisor that has family in Orlando and goes down there and is part of that community. And I cannot tell you how so glad I am that he didn't make a trip this weekend because I I would have been devastated if, if I had come into work on Monday and he had been part of this. I, I, I Unbelievable. There's so many. David, i got to run. Listen to this now, Chuck, off of uh, Channel 2, WSBTV.com. A former classmate of, uh, classmate of the shooter in the 2006 Police Academy, he went to the Police Academy in 2006, said that the shooter was gay and he once asked him out. So that's 2006. Wow. When the shooter was trying to become a police officer. 
Um, that I mean, that's four sources in the last ten minutes. Yeah. I I, I tend to. I mean, I'm not here to make predictions or, or or Monday morning quarterback what happened, but I, I think I, I am starting to lean to the belief that this guy was just ashamed of his lifestyle and was trying to make amends with Allah. Yeah. That's that's where we are now. All right, more of your calls when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show, 10 to 36, 24 in front of 11. Mark Aaron with you. Uh, Let's go straight to CNN right now. Don Lemon talking to the shooter's father. His speech and his behavior, I don't think it benefits uh, the national unity, like the general from Pentagon said that he's not good for uh, national security of the United States. Every ethnicity or religious group, or Muslim, Christian, Jewish, or any religion, it has nothing to do with a, a person behavior, one person. My son is responsible for his behavior. Your son is going to be known as a person who committed right. the worst terroristic act right. since 9-11 right. and the biggest mass shooting in American history right. as a terrorist. With sympathies, his, his to, act was, with sympathies to ISIS. What is that? His act was a, a terror act. But as, as far as him being a terrorist, I'm not aware of. This is the worst thing can happen for a father to see his son act like this. Do you feel and in I, any ways responsible? I, I did my job to raise him, go to, send him to college, send him to high school and pay for all his expenses, get him educated, get him to work, taking care of his family. In the past two days, this happened. I, I am a sad and I, I'm upset and I'm, I'm really uh, speechless what he did. And I don't forgive him. Don Lemon talking to uh, the Do, shooter's those, father. That 50 people are my family. The 52 people got injured, they are my family, and I care for them. I am very sad for them. They lost their loved one. Besides, I, love, I lost them. All right, that was CNN. Don Lemon talking to the uh, shooter's father. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine being uh, the dad of, of that mass murderer and then having to... Uh, have, uh, I don't know anything about that dude, but that's that's a tough spot to be in. I'm I'm surprised he actually went on the uh, on the television there. All right, welcome back to the show. It's 10:38. Uh, we have postponed Movie Monday to later in the week as we continue to cover uh, the breaking news, the developments of the mass shooting in Orlando. Uh, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. The new developments uh, since you just got in your car. Uh, the authorities are possibly looking for an accomplice to this. 
And the jaw dropper uh, for this, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is the fact that multiple sources now coming forward saying uh, that this shooter had been to the club many times in the past three years. And uh, a former classmate of his in the police academy said in 2006, the shooter asked him out on a date, uh, both men. So is this another layer to the uh, the equation here that this mass shooter was... Uh, just a uh, maybe a self-loathing um, homosexual, a gay man, and and maybe he has adopted the ISIS culture in the last couple of months and wanted to quote cleanse his soul uh, and and perpetrate this horrible act. But I think there's little doubt now that this this dude was uh, was gay. Um, but going to the club partying, not reconnaissance. No offense to Dave and Kennesaw, but. You know, recon isn't making out with guys and and drinking uh, you, drinking beers for three years. Yeah, you're not going to dabble for no. that long just <laughs> to get a sense of what the club. Yeah, I mean, so that's uh, that's the latest development. There, we're uh, standing by for Craig Lucy to call in uh, from Orlando from Channel Two four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty is the number. By the way, I tweeted out and posted a picture on Instagram of Longoria's daughter eating her smash cake uh, on Saturday that I missed the party of. So Nice. It looked amazing. So check it out. Uh, Instagram, Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Becky's in Cartersville. Becky, welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, guys. Good evening, Becky. Um, I listened to Fox News earlier, and when he was in high school, one of his classmates was on tonight, and he said on 9-11, the guy got, when they heard about it on the school bus, everybody was devastated. And this guy started jumping up and down and laughing and celebrating on the bus, and everybody else was horrified of him. So how old is the the shooter was 29, Ahmad? 29. Yeah, I believe so. So he was like a freshman or something. So 9-11 was 15 years ago, so he was 14. Um, yeah. that I mean, that says something, um, but it, it, he wasn't uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I understand what you're saying, yes. That, that, that just... He, he, they said that, you know, he kind of terrified them that morning, yeah. the way he acted. And then one of his former workers said that he quit his job because he was afraid of him because he would come to work and ran about jihad and stuff. And his workers, several workers, complained to the boss, but the boss wouldn't do anything about it. Well, that that was the first reason the FBI contacted him, apparently, yeah, uh, because there were complaints at the at the security company. I think, Becky, did they say on Fox News... As a security guard, I think one of his jobs was uh, guarding courthouses, which to me is unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't hear that part, but it is definitely unbelievable, the job that he had, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine? And then guard. another thing, I don't know if you saw this, guys, uh, apparently uh, three weeks ago, maybe even less, he tried to buy body armor Yeah. From a, from a store, like professional body armor, even better than what the police have. Yeah, I heard that. And the store it- didn't have it. Yes, I think he probably hated himself and hated anybody that didn't agree with him religiously too. So yeah, well, I, I think for sure he definitely hated himself. There's no, yeah. there's no question about that. Becky, great insight. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. Uh, Fred's in Riverdale. Fred, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah, we need to have self defense, and we need to study what's going on in other countries because a lot of Americans, I don't think, are aware of what's going on in Nigeria and Indonesia. And they think it's just Iraq and Syria. But there have been thousands of people killed in Nigeria, in northern Nigeria, by people who espouse the same kind of belief. 
and there have been a hotels attack. So sure, entire, yeah. No, this is this is a worldwide thing. And yeah, what the, what the rub hotel. is though, Fred, with with you're talking about what's going on in northern Africa and in certain areas of the Middle East. Here's the rub: most of those killings, not all of them, most of those killings are between two separate sects of of Islam, right? Shia and Sunni. Like that that's where their in biggest places, yeah. Their biggest beef is in, in their own religion. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. Um here's here's the one issue that's been brought up and again, we're not getting all political on this, but Donald Trump is saying, "See, I told you uh if you listen to me, this wouldn't the guy this kid was born in New York. He was an American citizen. Yeah, it, Donald it Trump's nothing... Muslim ban was wasn't going to prevent anything. this. No, and nor would have prevented for... San Bernardino yeah. or um, it's an it's a straw man non sequitur. Yeah, it's it's unless, unless Trump has revised his plan to not only ban all mon- Muslims from entering the country, but deporting all current Muslims. I I don't know <laughs> which, if uh... which might be two weeks away. He might be two <laughs> weeks away from doing that. Patty's in Marietta. Patty, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, hey, Patty. Um, I I was curious. Uh, in the bar, did they have like a a thing that when people go in to check and see if um, you know one of those scanners is. See if you had, like, anything on you, like a gun. As far as I know, there weren't metal detectors there. Uh, they did have off-duty police officers working the door. So I think they uh, they would have been armed, I would imagine. I, I mean, I go to bars and clubs here in Atlanta, and the you know the, there is off-duty police officers working the door, and they are armed. Uh, but the problem is, if, you know, if he, he has... Chuck, again, forgive my ignorance on... What kind of gun did he have, the long gun? Was it? A, uh, they're saying it was an AR-15. Uh, there's, you know, what do you, if a guy comes in with an AR-15? What? There's not much you can do if he if he catches you by surprise. There, well, metal detector I, or not? This is not what I gonna, don't understand. Yeah. it's a whole lot easier if you went in there with pistols okay. than if you go in there with a rifle. Yeah, I, I've never understood why this is their their cho- they choose the AR versus is it is it a greater killing the, capability is no, it not no. even close i you take any defense course if you know anything about firearms mm-hmm. you can do a whole lot worse with a pistol than you can that rifle because the, the just the length of it yeah. having to swing it back and forth you can't when you take when you take uh is um, that a semi-automatic or is that they're, everything's semi-automatic okay Everything's semi-automatic. And, and what's like the magazine load on something like that? Is it, is it just? Uh, you can get up to 30 round clips, but okay. it depends on it depends on the caliber of AR-15 that you get. Gotcha. So, I mean, more than likely, yeah. probably a 15 round clip, which I mean, I don't my think pistols hold you can't, 11. You can't sneak that gun in, right? He had That's to, just it. That's yeah. what I don't understand. I've never understood why this is their soup du jour yeah. all the time. Because it looks cool? I, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I know for a fact you can do more damage with pistols and clips than so, you're going to do it with. So, Patty, I guess what we don't know is how how this all started. Like, did he was he already in the club with the rifle, or did he approach the club with the rifle and shoot security? I, I'm not really sure what happened. I was just curious because um, he, he went in and out. I guess you could go, you know, people go in and out of clubs doing stuff like that. And also, they I've heard they had a video of him getting in a car, and then his... Later, they found his car with another gun in it. Really? Yes. Because I had heard he'd rented a van. He had no, a, it was a van. It was a van. Parked out yeah. yeah. He came. At, he, he. They got video of him coming out of a car. Okay. When he was dropped off. So maybe that's where they're looking for the accomplice, though, because they said they are looking for a possible accomplice. 
Uh, yeah, again, again, we're just. I mean, it's so close to the the event, and we've we've seen this, and we saw this in the Boston bombing. You know, we got to wait till the yeah, facts are a in. Lot of speculation, uh, but but one of the you know sources are saying they are looking for a possible accomplice. Uh, Marco's in Lilburn. Marco, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey guys. Hey buddy. Hey, uh, yeah, I think unfortunately this is another example of the FBI not uh, doing their job. Uh, just like 9-11, they were warned that these guys were just learning how to fly and not how to land. And with this guy, they had him under watch. Um, so they're like, well, he's got a family now, he's married, so let's take him off. But you should have put restrictions on him buying guns or some kind of a, you know, if somebody's on a terror list, you, you know, you have to look at him at, or, you know, put in the computer system, you know, what is he buying and stuff because they want to put people on restrictions to buy, not to buy guns because they see a psychiatrist. So this guy was on the watch list. So I think they should have had a restriction on him buying arms. Well, unless uh, that that's, that's becomes a Second Amendment issue, yeah, right? Yeah, here's the only problem with that. You actually have to be charged with a crime and prosecuted yeah. before they can start stripping amendments. But if he's on that list and he does buy a firearm, that should be a huge red flag for the FBI sure. to pick up, to, to re-pick it up. It, maybe but here, here's the thing. The I don't think he was on a list. I, I think he was just known to he the was FBI. Known. He, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't on either he, list. He wasn't on any list, but the FBI... I mean, as soon they as his name came out, times. yeah. As soon as the inter- as soon as uh, the name came out, the FBI is like, "Yeah, we know this guy." Uh, so he wasn't on any list of uh, terror watch list per se, and maybe he yeah. should have been. Uh, but they interviewed him twice for for other things, and they whatever. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was pretty bad. But yeah, uh, again, I think there was a lot going in this dude's head. Uh, uh, just a lot of stuff going in this dude's head. Joe's in Locust Grove. Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Mark. I just want to say, you know. Every time something like this happens, and it's going to happen more, I'm sure it is, we analyze it. We want to learn about all these people. We want to find out what they did. You know, until we catch one alive, we get them alive. And someday, the citizenry, there's going to be enough citizenry, a secret citizenry. Thank you for the uh, abbreviated call. My friend Joe, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, we're going to jump away. Uh, we're awaiting Craig Lucy's call. Is that Craig calling in now? Is that Craig? Can we, can we do Craig now and then and slide the break out? Is you cool with that, Amon? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go straight to Craig Lucy from Channel 2 in Orlando. Craig, welcome to the program. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Thanks for having me, Mark. A uh, couple of developments here in the last uh, hour or so, Craig, on the story. Multiple sources saying that the uh, shooter had been going to the Pulse nightclub for years, and a couple of people, uh, you know, saying that they indeed thought that the shooter was was a gay man himself. What are you hearing down there? Yeah, I know, and and it's just it's one of those stories that obviously is so fluid. So. Um, you know, I'm getting the alerts like you guys. We literally just got back to the hotel um, after being at the scene for um, a long time today. So um, I'm getting this news as you are, so I haven't gotten reaction to that. Um, I was just watching some coverage since I walked into the hotel room, uh, and, and that's a shocking development considering what we've been hearing since this all unfolded uh, Sunday morning. It's it's an amazing development and adds another layer to this story. Craig Lucy from Channel Two Action News joining us live in Orlando. Craig, of course, used to work in Orlando before he came to to Channel Two. Uh, you've been down there all day. Um, what what's the uh, the city of Orlando like right now, Craig? 
Yeah, so we uh, jumped in the car Sunday when this happened, and uh, we got here yesterday evening, and uh, this is on South Orange, which is probably five minutes from downtown Orlando, like the main downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was just incredible being that I lived here for four years to see South Orange shut down. And it was, it's such a large crime scene. I was in Boston covering the marathon there. And it's, it's just like that because of how long the crime scene stretches. I mean, they have South Orange shut down and then they also have the side street. So when uh, between my five and six o'clock live shot on channel two, I just went and I had some time to kind of explore and walk back. And if you, if you look at the map, you can see where South Orange run, <clears throat> runs uh, north and south. And then there's Pulse nightclub, which is right near a street called Cayley. So I went around where Cayley is and they have um, literally officers and federal agents uh, near each one of these streets to keep people out because while we were there today there was a woman who showed up with a bouquet of flowers and they were keeping her at bay and then all of a sudden when the officer started walking back to their car she sprinted to run toward the pulse nightclub and um so they had to briefly detain her when you when you get into scenes like this the weird things start happening and it's just going to get even weirder but while we were um while we were watching that unfold, I saw a gentleman who, who wasn't too far away, and uh, his name was Marcus Godden. And Marcus was actually inside the nightclub, and, um, and he willingly told me his story. But he was inside the nightclub at 2 a.m., right near the bar, when he first heard the few shots. And, and like we've heard since this all unfolded, he literally said people were just dropping, and he dove down, too. And he stayed down, and he said that he pretty much had to act like he was dead for five to seven minutes. And I don't know if your listeners have seen that Snapchat with uh, one of the victims who was just Snapchatting, and then you hear, pop, 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 pop. Craig, I got less than a minute left. Um, What are you hearing about authorities possibly looking for an accomplice? you hearing anything about that? So I talked to uh, one of our contacts at Channel 9, uh, and, and she actually has the source on that. And she was telling me that the source is really concerned about his job and how much he was giving her about there being another accomplice. So uh, she said basically he told her that they are investigating someone else, and and she asked, well, are they local? And he said, well, what do you mean by that? And do you mean by, like, Florida? And she said, yeah, how about let's start there. Uh, is someone being investigated in Florida? And he said, yes. But he wouldn't go on any more details. And she was really careful not to go uh, reveal too much on air because I watched her live report, too. So she just she has a source who apparently in law enforcement is telling her that they are investigating someone. But this is a waiting game, and we're just going to have to wait and find out and see what unfolds. Very latest from Craig Lucy from Channel 2, live in Orlando. Follow him on Twitter for all the updates, at Craig Lucy. Craig, great job as always. Thanks so much, man. All right, have me anytime, Mark. Thanks. All right, we're going to come right back. We're going to go straight to news after this break, right? And then we'll come back with your calls. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.